From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, February 4th. I'm Sarah Wright. The fate of the Potter Valley Project took a few more turns this week, with a regional coalition declaring it will not file for the license application and PG&E taking steps to operate the project under an annual license until the next development. PG&E, which owned and operates the project, announced in 2019 that it would not renew the license or continue to try to sell it. A regional coalition that includes Mendocino and Humboldt counties, California Trout, Sonoma Water Agency, and the Round Valley Indian tribes was the only entity willing to take on the license, which involves multi-million dollar studies and ongoing maintenance and operation costs. And in July, a transformer bank went down in the powerhouse, which severely curtailed the amount of water the project is able to divert from the Eel into the Russian River. PG&E estimates it would cost 5 to $10 million to custom-engineer the replacement part, and it would take two years to replace it. On Monday, the coalition sent a letter to the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, admitting that it was unable to raise enough money for the required studies and that it will not file an application by the time the current license expires in mid-April. Two days later, PG&E informed the coalition leaders that it had decided to return the powerhouse to its full operational status. PG&E spokesman Paul Moreno said that, although the exact costs are unknown, the company expects to recoup the cost of the repair within five years. Alicia Heyman, executive director of Friends of the Eel River, is advocating for a speedy decommissioning process. She has some idea of who will pay for the repairs. The main transformer bank actually failed back in July, and there weren't many folks who were made aware of that right away. Um, So when we found out, Friends of the Eel immediately sent a letter to the California Public Utilities Commission notifying them that this was happening and giving them a heads up that PG&E may try to replace this infrastructure and then may seek their approval to get recovery of those costs um, on on the back of ratepayers, which we think is just totally inappropriate. Congressman Jared Huffman, who convened an ad hoc committee dedicated to making recommendations about the Potter Valley Project, doesn't think the repairs will have an effect on the timeline of what he views as the inevitable decommissioning of the project. While he said in the short term it's a sigh of relief for Russian River water users, he suspects the company made a cold-blooded business calculation and decided to make some money generating power during X number of years it takes to decommission. With the coalition out of the running for taking over the license, PG&E is responsible for the facility, and Huffman doesn't think FERC will let them out of their obligations quickly or cheaply. Janet Pauley, chair of the Mendocino County Inland Water and Power Commission, said even if everything had gone perfectly, it's doubtful the license would have been completed in time. During the last application process, which lasted from 1972 to 2006, PG&E operated on annual licenses for 11 years. For now, though, Pauley says, protecting the diversion has to be our main concern. The commission is itself a coalition, consisting of the County of Mendocino, the City of Ukiah, the Potter Valley Irrigation District, the Redwood Valley County Water District, and the Russian River Flood Control and Water Conservation District. It's asked each of its five members for $50,000 to pay for the legal expenses it's incurred in its efforts to satisfy the requirements to apply for the license. Now it's pursuing the water rights associated with the project. Just this week, a consultant, Brian Godby and Associates, sent out a survey to people who are dependent on project water to find out if they'd be willing to pay for it. All of the expenses to secure the water since 2019 have been paid by the public entities and the commission. Darren Maru, the North Coast Director for California Trout, thinks there may be a way to continue the diversion without the project. 
Last year, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife funded a study of three alternatives for diverting water. Maru favors a scenario that involves removing both dams and pumping the water. Operation and maintenance costs are estimated at about $200,000 a year. And it does shift the cost, I think, to the water users instead of the fish where it appropriately needs to be. You know, So in other words, we're committed to that, that water supply reliability, but I think the water users have the obligation to pay for it. Um, and, and if pumping is the best way to do that for, for fish passage and, and, and fishery recovery in the Eel River, I think that's the best approach. Back in November, Polly predicted the uncertainty that would set in if the coalition gave up on the application. Do you know if there is a way to continue the diversions without the power producing capacities? We believe that there is a possibility that we could do that. But again, if we go into the surrender process, partners that are currently working together in this licensing would no longer be negotiating with FERC, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. We would become interveners in the FERC process that would mainly be between PG&E and FERC to decide the future of, of the diversion and all of the infrastructure. As part of its license requirements, PG&E biologists have rigorously documented the Eel River Basin, from the condition of the fisheries to how often a beloved pair of bald eagles uses which of its nests. Maru thinks that scientific explorations will continue, even after PG&E departs. Caltrout has looked at this, this licensing or now termination of the license for the Potter Valley Project as a real opportunity to bring attention to the Eel River so that we can you know, justify bringing in additional funding to support scientific research, monitoring, and the restoration efforts. And, you know, those are all ongoing, but this is a moment in time for this watershed to to get some extra attention. And and that's why we've, you know, in part, put so much energy and effort into the relicensing process. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.